Bring the beat down a little bit, then bring me in. Let's go. Alright, alright. You can turn me up a little bit more in the headphones. MTA. Yeah. I got him like, he ain't leave college for this. One, two. Impact the scholars with this. A scholarship can never exist. Ain't no money for the Folks, what's going on? Welcome to a new episode of Foreside. This your boy Artie talking to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this your boy Wills. Episode 52, currently underway, man. We're recording this on Thursday, September 20th. And I'm already in a good mood because I just got paid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just picked up my check. Woo! I didn't get paid yet. Celebration. But I did get the confirmation that my check did at my job. So. <laughs> Shout out to anybody who gets to pick up their check. I really haven't got on the direct deposit wave yet. I used to be the Then I stopped. Oh, technical difficulties. Oh, uh, let's keep rolling. We got it. We're good. Uh, oh, wait. Okay. Yeah. We'll keep going. Yeah. <laughs> um, the lock is hot. <laughs> But yeah, I used to have direct deposit, then I um, I switched. I don't know why I changed. Oh, I switched banks, and then I forgot to fill out the application. My current job doesn't. Uh, my current job doesn't do direct deposit. They mail your check, or you can pick it up. And I was like, I need to pick mine up. Yeah, I don't, really I don't like the mail. I don't really like the mail like that. Plus, I also noticed too that like, like random mails that they they be sending. For whatever reason, like they might mess around and share the same address as you, yeah. and it's like you don't live in my apartment. Like we do not have the same number, so I gotta pick up that check. Even though I had to be up early to get it, but hey, man, we can't complain at all. And of course, please listen to us, review us on iTunes and SoundCloud. That is a must. Advertisers, if you have a product that you feel relates to our show that you feel deserves some extra recognition and exposure, please hit us up. Again, you, you know we're on Instagram, at ForsidePod. There's the email that's on our Instagram page, just a little link. Come through, hit us up, and you know what's up. Business is booming over here. Before Word to AB. Before it's too late. We have a special guest here with us. We have another special guest joining us along the way. Man, this dude to the right of me, Dunk Extraordinaire. You know, there's a lot of cats out here that dunk, that play ball, but if you do it with the with the style, with the execution, that my guy over here does it. He was also smart enough to, to understand what was building and coming along, and he's elevating his game, man. And he's doing what he's doing. Got my man Max here with me. Max is going on. We have our other special guest in the building. Some of the hardest bars on the block. <laughs> Scotty in the cut. It is a scary sight. Two great guests joining us, man. Uh, first things first, right off the bat, how are you guys feeling? Feeling good, man. Um, happy I woke up this morning. <laughs> uh, I've Scotty, how about you, man? How you feeling these days? I saw you was on a little vacay. Yeah, you know, yeah. quality family time. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was too long for me, but it was alright. It was fun. <laughs> sure, it worked. Yeah. But hey, it's always good to have a nice getaway. 
and to you know recharge your battery things of that nature and uh, you know just to once again give you guys another another great background another great you know explanation of our two guests Max like I was telling you guys man he is somebody that like I said yeah plays basketball great dunker but he has been able to really take that and even use it to uh, further his education to create his own organization right correct me if I'm wrong here Flynance right and he's somebody that has been repping and putting on Westchester extremely well and you saw his highlights on Sports Center top 10 Bleach Report House of Highlights and, and my guy Scotty here Wills Wills put me onto your music oh, uh, a few months ago and I remember I checked out yeah, your latest project. And I was like, yeah, we gotta get this guy on the show. I'm like, this dude has just been really working hard. And Scotty, your progression, man, is crazy to see. And yeah, no problem at all. And you know, all of us here, man, you know, we're all we're all Westchester guys, man, having you know lived here and experienced life here. And to start this off with you with you, Scotty, you know, how do you think being from Westchester shaped, you know, your your musical taste and how you come about creating the type of music that you create. Oh man, uh, see, I take, I, I mean, first of all, I'm from White Plains. I, I love being from White Plains. All the all the stuff I rap about, though, like I I take it from experiences I've had. I try my best not to fabricate most of the shit I say. Cause I've either learned it from people I grew up around, or like I've seen it, or I mean, you know, sometimes you gotta get your hands dirty, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I love being from Westchester. I love being from Westchester. I like my environment. See, being in the city, city, the city's cool and all, but I mean, I, I feel like it's it's, e it's easier to come up in the city than it is to come up from out here. Mm. Everybody looks at everybody different up here. Yeah. Hey, even the people from the city look at us like we're upstate. I'm 15 minutes from the city. And the life. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> hey, man, it's the worst. Like, I, I just, I don't understand it. But, I mean, everybody's got their own stuff they go through. I tell you, I, I look at it like people could look at the stuff I rap about and be like, oh, he talks about driving guns and shit like that. None of that shit happens in Westchester, part of my language. But, I'll tell you, there's gangsters everywhere, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right. I know some white people upstate and old mm -hmm. people early. Mm -hmm. it's, it, it doesn't even matter where you're from. So about take what you can from it. And no matter what mistakes you make through it, take that with you and keep it going. Because mm -hmm. everything you can learn from us. Max, you know, when coming up here in Westchester, because you're from, from Tuckahoe, right? Mm -hmm. And you've been able to see the hoops history, which by the way, like a lot of people don't understand that Westchester has a rich basketball history. Like a lot of guys successful in high school, but more so was able to get to college and be successful and then make it to the league. And like, even like a great example of that, salute to Elton Brand from Peak Skill, number one overall pick, went to Duke, had an awesome career. Like I was like looking back at Elton Brand highlights and I was like, yo, my man's really had like a great 10 plus year stretch where he was like an all-star. Yeah. 
like a legitimate all-star, like in a way, kind of like Zach Randolph before, like Zach yeah, Randolph. Randolph. Okay. <laughs> and, and he was recently named the general manager of the Philadelphia 76ers, like just like a day or two ago. So, Max, for when you see that, how do you think it even helped you in regards to the game of basketball? and connections, especially here in Westchester, man, you've had the chance to see both worlds because you're like in the middle and both worlds have intertwined quite a bit, you know like, what I mean? So like what worlds? Like, like street? No, this terms of like hoops and music. Oh, oh like yeah. Hoops and music, like you've seen that, like you've been oh, at the, oh. what's the word, the, the epicenter <laughs> <laughs> of hoops and music, especially in White Plains, man. Yeah, I mean... I mean, the hoops is is different out here. I don't know. It's it's real different. Like out here, Ferris Bowl is kind of like it's lit, but then you got like the city. Then you go to Dykeman, Rutgers, and then that's like even like how you said it's more intense out there. And you can tell like yeah. out here, you watching it, you get into it, you like oh, oh, oh yeah, oh, oh. but like out there, it's more like a. Fight. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's like a fight. Like it's, it's a like, battle royale. Yeah, you like more into it. Like you step like a dykeman. You stepping on the court. They call the city like, the concrete jungle for a reason. It's different out there. But yeah, I don't know. You kind of caught me off guard that question. I wasn't prepared. Hey, man, <laughs> hey, gotta keep you on guard. Gotta keep you on guard. But it just always intrigued me because, again, even growing up in Westchester, I think about the fact that the focus on either area could come and go. And I think a lot of that too is also the fact that like even within this big world, we're also living in our own world. So I think back to, okay, like growing up, growing up in Yonkers and just living in that environment on the South side and dealing with those things on a day to day. And then I saw new things when I lived in New Rochelle and then had to go through that again when I lived in White Plains. But I, I think it all just came together because it was just, oh, all right. Like, I, I can see how things travel. You see how certain trends, you see how certain ways of life travel and just go about it with people. And, and, and to me, I think it's why I, I enjoy this place so much because it's like a big gumbo, jumbo 
ball, whatever it is, is just so many different things that are very unique in its own way. And you even like kind of alluded to it earlier. It's like so many people don't realize there's different kinds of people everywhere, man, from gangsters to smart people to people that you never would have thought would do this and that. They all exist everywhere, and they definitely have existed up here. Oh, of course. That's true. It's just something that just keep in mind. And to even go off of that, you kind of alluded to the street life. And Wills, I throw this back to you. I think, I think more and more that kids are understanding what that really means. But at the same time, not many people are getting it, which is why folks are trying to encourage those where if you have a talent, if you have something that you're really passionate about, to stick with it. Because people still look at the streets, people still look at certain things and think of it as a game. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about with that? Man, a lot of people get lost in the streets because there's people that grow up with the talent or whatever and then, uh, I don't wanna say, it's like, it won't even be their fault like they don't make it like say like their parent doesn't have enough money to like continue paying for the school or whatever that they're going to like say they play sport or whatever but you got to pay to go to that school it's like no financial aid like some people can't pay for that or whatever so then they're back to where they started and then it's like all they know now is the streets because they feel like oh i can't make it or whatever so i feel like that's more so like now like with the little kids and stuff I feel like that, like, I don't feel like people are like, oh, I want to be a gangster or whatever. I feel like it just happens or whatever because they have nothing else to resort to. Do you to. feel like there's more resources now to, like, help kids? I feel like there is, but then, I don't know. But it's kind of like it's not. It's not. Yeah, because, like, where I'm from, it's like, there's really no resources now. Like, when I was growing up, I felt like there's more resources to, like, help kids. Now, I feel like it ain't really shit. I feel the same way as you do. Huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's because I work at I work like in the um, schools. Like they still have like the clubmen, but like when I look at clubmen now, I don't even see like any kid from the hood like doing it, or it's like like regular kids or whatever. So it's just like, are you even promoting these programs? Are you like going out and getting these kids? And it seems like that's not going on anymore. When I was coming up, it felt like. Grown-ups or, like, teachers, mentors or whatever, they were more, like, into, like, trying to help us. Now, I don't see it. And I don't know. Maybe it's just not where I'm at, but I don't see it. Max, how do you feel about that? I think, going back to the, the idea that, you know, it's everywhere as far as the street life, I think that, um, you know, there's diff- definitely there's different levels. I went to school, my freshman year I went to school for doing the state, which is right under Lake Erie. It's about eight hours northwest from here. It's still in New York though. Yeah. It's like close to around it. Yeah, yeah, it's up. Yeah. And so I'm like, man, I'm in the middle of nowhere, the farms five minutes away. I'm about to be just around a whole bunch of white people. I already know this is how it's gonna go. First week, um, first weekend. We went downtown, and there's this place called Dunkirk, um, which is not too far away. So we in a pizza shop, and and uh, it's me, all my teammates, and my teammates are my teammates and I are the only black people on campus. 
all my teammates in there, um, all my team, teammates taking their leadership in the, on campus and in that area. I'm always a buzz in the, in the uh, good spot. Um, and uh, two of my teammates, they had some handshake that was, that was kind of similar. Taking in what what Max said because it's like it's why like what you guys said you have to be careful. You and your mans do a handshake or or some type of greeting, and then them dudes who come in like that roll up and they see like yo that's crazy. That is crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, especially with like but especially with them elaborate like handshakes when they do all of that. Yeah. Like that's why I, like like me and you may joke about and do like yeah because of the whole YG thing. We'll be like yeah, what up, blood. Say great. I'll be none of that in public, bro. Cause I never know who's watching. Yeah. And I'm not trying to fight you, big dog. <laughs> but like for example, when I was like, when I'm I was not like, trying to fight you, big foul. When I was like young, probably like, like when was I? I think I was in like 11th grade or whatever. You know, like Weezy's my man. So that's all I say. I blame Wayne too, man. So, like, remember that Wayne record Wayne had from Jeezy? Shoo! Yeah, and yeah. I love it. Oh man, my so, stupid ass is throwing up the big bees. So I was, <laughs> I was jacking a lot of like blood shit or whatever, and I like I, mean, I know, I know, I know a few people. <laughs> Yo, so like I, um, I was jacking some blood shit one time, um, and we was in the city at a parade, and this is before like I knew about like every gang like yeah. i really just thought it was only like bloods crips and probably yeah, like right. latin kings yeah. or whatever and then like so i didn't know about like the trinitaros the, the, with the with the lime green or whatever basically yeah, yeah. 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 so like we're at a parade and i see like a bunch of like dominican cats with green bandanas or whatever and then like I just start screaming, so, so, and then they look over or whatever, and then um, I'm with like a bunch of my niggas or whatever, and they're like, yo, chill, yo, chill, or whatever, and a few of my peoples or whatever are actually like blood or whatever, and that was the time they like just came home because we were young, so they're like, yo, blah, blah, yo, those are the Trinitaros or whatever, blah, blah, I don't mess with them, they got machetes, blah, blah, so. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? I went home probably like a week after that. I watched like Gangland and I watched the episode on him. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I thank God. Yeah. That <laughs> nothing happened. Yeah, nothing happened. <laughs> because them dudes, like, they really use machetes. Like, they really. Sad um Rest in peace, mm-hmm. um, homie that passed away in the Bronx. Oh, Junior, yeah. yeah. Junior, but those was. Yeah, dudes, Bronx. yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. It's done, them kids is done. Oh, yeah. Ain't no way they're making it out of Oh, yeah. Sadly, <laughs> remember when uh, Spike TV used to show like Mad Gangland and gang documentaries? Yeah. They used to have like 10 hours worth. 
And if yeah. I was doing nothing that day, used to be on all day like how Law and Order's on yeah. like USA. <laughs> if I had nothing going on, if I had nothing going on, I messed around and watched like three hours worth. I was like, I think I think I'm informed now. I think I know. <laughs> I think I know how to spot. I'm ready to take the block. Yeah, I'm ready to take the block down. But nope, never left the crib with it. <laughs> only, only in the purpose of my own room, man. And uh, Scotty, just to get back to you, man, just how it, you again, man. When it comes to just listening to your music, it's your your storytelling is 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 a one. But I think what really captured my eye, especially on on a few of those records, was just like. I was like, yo, I like the world. I was literally listening. I remember this scene like vividly. So I'm walking, I'm walking through downtown late at night. I'm, I'm heading back to the crib. Beautiful vibe right now with the music, switching it up. I said, I'm gonna go to Scotty real quick, you know what I mean? Gotta support, support the up and coming. So support the real. <laughs> and and I go and play these records, and I remember like after three straight songs, I was like, Yo, this dude is not lying. <laughs> I was like, he's done seen some things, man. And I could tell he's fighting hard to like not slip up. Don't give this name. Don't give this extra detail. I'm like, Scotty, don't pull up a Bobby. Don't say something where they're going to use this against you, brother. I'm like, don't do it. I might have to skip a damn so. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Man, yo, before you even say that, Man, this guy, I hung out with this guy for years and I never knew he rapped. Yeah. Yeah. Speak on it. Speak on it. This guy for like probably like six, seven years before I even knew. He kept it on a low? He kept it on a low. So it's like like I think it was like last summer when you told me. Yeah. And then he's like, Yeah, you know, I, I make a rap blah, blah. And you know yeah. that was an important moment for him. Because it's like because he's looking like, yo, this is my man, so it's like, alright. Yo, what? Let the so, cat out the bag, you know. So I'm like, that ass. He's like, yeah, so then he spit. I'm like, yo, this nigga's nice. And he like has songs. And he was like, Yeah, I got songs. <laughs> like nigga was in the studio <laughs> and all. Like I never knew. Like he was like, Yeah, I got songs or whatever. I just ain't put him out. So he let me listen to like two songs. I'm like, yo, this nigga is not. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? He's like, now nah, I'm just waiting for the right time. Yeah. I'm like, yo, what? It's like, how long have you been doing this? So I'm like, yo, but this guy is nice. Like, he's he's like one of the, the best out right, right now. Oh, he is. Scotty, what was that moment for you, man, or moments that made you realize, like, I want, I want to rap. Like, I'm really about to take this seriously. Like, I'm not just going to jokingly write a 16 here. Like, I'm about to, like, really dedicate my time and energy towards this. I'd say I first started thinking about it after um, I wound up doing some stupid things back in the day and wound up getting caught for it. And I got a couple of felonies with it, right? So I had to sit down for a second and just, like, sure, because I, I have nothing to do. I was like, you know what? If I stay... Cause they had me in some program out here. I was like, yeah, if I if I stay doing what I'm doing, they were trying to give me like ten years, man. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to like jail. I'm not trying to go to jail. Nobody wants to go to jail. I don't care. If somebody wants to go to jail, something's wrong with them. But nobody wants to go to jail, especially for no time, man. So I was like, yo, I may as well pick something up to fucking do. Like, I mean, I already used to freestyle with my friends all the time. And I'd be like, yo, you know what? I'm just wrong with it. Because people kept telling me, yo, just record your shit. Record your shit, record your shit. This shit's hard. I was like, 
Alright, fuck it. We gonna run with it. We're gonna see what happens. Actually, like five days from now will be the one year since I first released any music on Really? Salute, man. Congratulations. Seriously. That's that's wonderful. Nah, good looks. And like I think I like I I put yeah, I think I did alright. I mean I went this. Alright, it's an understatement. About to drop another tape. Yeah, about to drop. So we about to get the exclusive. Actually, on the 25th, on the 25th, the year of um, me dropping music, I'm going to drop some, I'm dropping four songs on the little tape. And I got another tape coming in November. Mm. And then I got another one. I'm going to do some late December or early January. You know what I realized, man? I think I'm ready to get on my funk flux flow. I, I I just need the opportunity to be that hype DJ in the background. You know nothing about this. This is balls, son. This is balls. Weirdos. <laughs> Y'all know nothing about this at all. Wait a minute. Hold on. Uh, I'm ready at that point in my life to get to that point. That's going to be fun as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be fun as hell. You know what was crazy? I used to be scared of them dudes that used to hang in the park all day. <laughs> Dead Them dudes who just sit in the park all day. Because I didn't know what they was going to do. If I was by myself with my ball, I don't know what they'd be like, word, bro, yo, can I? Because yo, you go to the park, you always do yeah, can I shoot with your ball real quick? You know what I mean? Let me shoot with your ball real quick. And I'm like, am I going to get my ball back? <laughs> I'm looking around. I don't know if they're going to jump out the bushes. I don't know.
people will never even imagine that type of money. People will never even touch that type of money. Like, me doing what I did, I touched a lot of fucking money. I tell you, like, I also spent a lot of money on lawyers and shit like that. That mm-hmm. comes from the game. That Hell yeah. That is what it is. But, reason I didn't stick with the soccer, I didn't see it making me no money. All I did was pay for school, and I saw school as useless. useless. School was just another networking tool to move my drugs. <laughs> that's all it was. That's and that's the same thing it was in high school when I first started selling drugs and all that shit. That's crazy because I just seen I just seen a tweet from um, my boy Diaz. Shout out, Papa Stretch My Band. Of course, he, um, of course. He tweeted the other day. He said something like, um, "We don't need school. We just need education." Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at you now. Because <laughs> they just said we don't need school. It made me think about that tweet. I'm like, what's yeah, that meme with the old white lady that's just looking like, <laughs> like the mathematical numbers popping up? <laughs> and with, with the way this conversation is going, I think this is a great transition in terms of, and we, we're alluding to a lot of these things. Well, not alluding. We're discussing a lot of these things. And it gets to this next point where, in one way or the other, there's recognition, right? So... For you, Scotty, you're a year into this, into rapping, but yet you're already getting recognition. Max, you've been playing ball your entire, almost your entire life, but yet suddenly, a year or two ago, your behind went viral. And it's like, nothing is the same. And when you get to that point where it's some recognition, so a lot of recognition, recognition, Max, how do you quickly adjust to that? Because you just went from somebody that was maybe known among your homies, your school, your community, and suddenly it's like the World Wide Web knows you. You got the blue check on the ground. I know. I know a lot. I know. I know a lot of. I know a lot of people that like work for the media and shit that don't yeah. even got a blue check. Vice versa. You send me your gram. I'm like, whoa, this nigga has the blue check. Who is this guy? <laughs> Like, how is that really like, though? Because it's just, again, something that you're just doing. And it's normal. And you love it. And next thing you know, you're viral. Millions are seeing it. Repost. Sports Center Top 10. Athletes that you looked up to are looking at this and going, yo, you saw this kid? Like, it's like, how how could you even deal with that right away? Um, I mean, I don't think... Spontaneous like that. Uh, I, for me, it was it was still gradual. Um, I mean, there were a couple of videos that kind of sped up the process here and there. But I think for me, where where I experienced the most growth is in the the events that I participated in. Um, so a big one for me was the NCAA contest. That yeah. was one that was really um, eye-opening to me. So 
folded in. Yeah. Like I was the only D three participant. Oh yeah, that's something a couple votes for you. I made sure to show love. I had to vote. Yeah, I just slid my phone over. I slid my phone over. Yeah, show him some real quick. Like, he's not. I'm not going to lie. He definitely popped up on my Wait till we get to that point, bro. Oh, oh, yeah, wait till get to that point. From the start. Yeah, 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 I can't yeah, wait to yeah. get to that point, man. What was the DM sun rate? Like, yeah, this is going uh, crazy, friendly. How did you hit my number? <laughs> <laughs> it depends on like the type of time. Like if I post a video and it and it circulates a little bit, then the DMs will pick up. But for the most part, it's it's just like kids asking how we can how we can go higher. Yeah. yeah, that's what's yeah. about. Yeah, that's yeah. what's yeah. about. Yeah, that's what's 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 about. Yeah, that's like this dude, and you know, and, and for and for me, like this this combo is great because outside of being a music geek, I'm a, I'm a I'm a sports geek as well, and basketball being one of my main main loves and watching over the years, playing it and more so coaching now, it's there's an art to dunking. There is truly an art to dunking because there's different kind of dunkers, you know, and uh, there's you have your great in game dunkers, you. Yep, clumsy dunkers. You got your finesse. You got power. You got your dunk contest dunkers, and it's just like you watch dudes and they do these dunks, and it's like, for one, it's not just all about athleticism, and you can speak to that as well. A lot of that is technique based, like knowing which foot to plant off of, when to, like so much stuff to it, man. And what was your first dunk, by the way? What or when? When was your first dunk? Um, I was 15. It was, it was actually at the American Sports Club. Oh, the New York Sports Club. Yeah. Um, I just finished my freshman year. It was in the summer. My man Devin threw me at alley-oop. And I dunked it with one hand and then I ain't done it again after that for like six months. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I'm so sad. I was sad. just hyped that out. Two lucky dunks. There was at a family barbecue. I was I was I was 14 and my cousins were hyping me up. My older cousins were like, yo, I didn't go up there, this dunk. So I'm trying, like I'm getting like middle of the net. And this is back when clapping used to be a huge thing. Like if you was able to clap, 
21 against him. <laughs> talk about it. Hey, real talk, I'm giving out smoke to anybody in 21. 21's my game. I grew up on 21. That's, hey, 21. <laughs> you give me the 21, I'm not missing that shot to go back to 13. I'm going to keep it above. I can't do that. Okay. That's too much work. We all know what it's like. You miss that shot, it's too much work to build up from 13. Yeah, I don't even want to play no more. <laughs> Robbed and get jumped. <laughs> <laughs> it all came together. Oh, good times. 
Good times. But, uh, you know, just again, man, think about Westchester with the hoops and, and, and the music before we, before we move on here. Scotty, have you had any moment yet to where people have been hitting you up more and more on some, they're, they're recognizing your potential. They're recognizing that you've been building and people basically want to hop on the wave. People want to hop on the wave yet? Questions. I'm like, son, you just blew yeah, my yeah. eyes. Why are like, you always talking about drugs? <laughs> we're past that stage. I was like, yo, man, I'm not always talking about drugs. You just choose to listen to that part. Keep moving. It's just crazy just to even think about that, man. And, you know, um, for, for, for you, Max, uh, I mentioned it earlier, but I would love for you, man, to take the time and you know, explain to us your your fly your finance program. Cause I've looked into that a bit, and I'm very interested by it, and I think it's dope. And of course, I was gonna not let you explain it on the show. Come on, come on. That's just not what a good host. You know, because the biggest problem in sports, especially with basketball, football, and baseball, is the unprepared athletes. So mm-hmm. I'm sure y'all have had a ton of friends. Everybody wants to get to the league, whatever sport they're playing. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much everybody's dream, starting off with 100% status. But a lot of times, guys get so caught up in it and the way that statistics work, only 1% or less than 1% is going to be. That is a fact. And so um, a lot of people get tunnel vision and put all 
So when statistics come into play and then reality hits and they get to the end of their college career or their high school career or whatever and they don't make it, now they suck because yep. they haven't exposed themselves to anything else. They haven't prepared for anything Talk else. about it. Um, you know, I got I got teammates that just pick a major like this or pick the easiest major that they could so that just to get by. they could make sure that they stayed on the team. Um, and then when you're done, it's like, all right, now what you what are you gonna do with that major? Especially because I played at the Division three level. Yeah. So I already know they not going to. Yeah, right. That's. Uh... So I mean, I got too many things going to go overseas. Yeah. Um, overseas. Some of, them, some of them can go overseas. Let me rephrase that. Some mm-hmm. of them, it's just the process. And even that's not a guarantee. Because so many people fighting for overseas spots. Yeah. First of all, first of all, these the athletes, um, 
of five marriages. Yeah. Which is that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And they don't sign a prenup. They don't. So every time they divorce, half their record. Half the bread. Half the record. It's not yeah. basketball, but Tiger Woods divorce. Ooh, right. Chili. Right. right. Yo, Tiger had to give up. He, he so went to tens of millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah, right. And she wasn't with him swinging on the golf course. They had at least one to two kids per spouse. So now you're looking at on average like five to seven kids for every athlete. So you got to pay child support on five to seven kids. You lost like 60% of your bread just off a of divorce. Yep. And then you still want to try to put all your people on. And you gotta pay taxes from each state you play in. Right, it's, it's, it's yep. a whole lot of that, bro. It's a whole lot of that. I'm stressed just talking about it. <laughs> I told my girl, I told my girl, look. I told my, I told my girl, look. The day we have kids, if things somehow don't work out, unfortunately, I'm like, I'm gonna do just like what my dad did with me. He said, I'm taking custody. <laughs> Full custody, dead ass. I'm doing the same thing. They ain't gonna be no child support or nothing. Cause Twitter even makes me worried. Dudes be posting their like their freaking child support situations on there, and it's just like, bro, it's brutal, brutal. And it's like, that's like, talk about it. Going to the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barring something drastic, I'm looking at multimillionaires. <laughs> a couple of them are probably gonna make a hundred something million because of how good they are. Barring something drastic. I just go, and these kids are already getting free clothes, free everything, yeah. access to this. Yeah, they meeting folks that we want to meet. They doing everything. And I'm like, I hope they're getting taught the game. I hope they're getting taught the game. Because you know where else they get screwed up at? In college. Because there's a lot of dudes who get suspended from college because they took some bread or they did a dinner. Wrong girls. 18, 19 years old, bro. And it's like your life's drastically affected like that. Um, wanted to come in and Adidas sponsors Louisville, so somehow, along with 
along the way, a hundred grand was offered and slipped to Brian Bowen, and they found out. So they fired the whole staff. And he hasn't played a minute in. No, Brian Bowen's good now, but he hasn't out for two years. Yeah, he hasn't out for two years, yeah. That's why I hate the one-year rule. If somebody put a hundred grand in front of you and you can take it and still pursue what you're doing, you're gonna take it. You're not, you're not killing nobody. That's, that's why I hate the one-year rule. No other sport besides football ever has a rule where it's like, yeah, you're this talented, but oh, you gotta go to school for a year. What, does, what what does that one year of school do for the fantasy? It does. It does. It, it doesn't. They, school. <laughs> they'll be like, oh, if a pair, house, huh? you playing cupcake competition for like ninety percent of the year, and you playing, and you got an easy gig yeah. too, because you playing with other top guys. It's stupid. It's stupid. And 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 Scotty, you know, even with your musical ambitions, right? Again, and and what you've been able to do, in, in all seriousness, it has been incredible. Because there's a lot of guys, as we all know, that if they were in your situation, they wouldn't be able to make it out, or or they or they wouldn't be here, in in some way, shape, or form. So for you to turn your life around like that, and to go down uh, another path, do you think you could see yourself being? Being a mentor, being a, a advisor of some sorts, even if that's in the role of you, somebody's big homie or OG, trying to put people on game, especially to you. Oh, do you yeah. think you, you do you think you'll be down to do that? Because I personally think you should. See, I, there are already a couple couple little kids that I already already told you that just because I already know they're, they're built to be professional dummies. That's, that's what I say is like yo, dude, I know I know little kids want to give their life away for something and they don't even know what it is. <laughs> they have never even seen like everybody. I'll tell you, everybody wants to be a gangster. Nobody wants to be a lame little baby. Said the best. Like niggas is winning, bro. <laughs> Being a gangster is trash. Like I, I see like the going back to mentoring the little kids. Yeah, I would definitely be down because. Honestly, they're too, they're too many dumb dummies. There's way too many dummies. And the only reason they're dumb is because there's somebody behind them putting a battery in that dumbass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and this generation is so easily influenced by the next person. Yeah. Like, it's very rare, it's very rare to meet folks who just, it's like, oh, snap, you could think on your own. Like, right. you can move on your own. Like, you're not heavily influenced by the next person. Like, it's crazy. Like I seen this dude, like, go, when he got out of trouble or whatever, when he came home, he couldn't, like, smoke or drink. This dude would still be out in the bars, like, with us, but he wouldn't drink. And I, like, applaud him for that. I can relate. I can relate. Yeah, I mean, you're the whole, you're, you too. Like, I've seen you in the bar. I mean, but this dude was, like, literally in the bar, like,
This is crazy, bro. And before we wrap up, and, and before we wrap this up, man, and, and I love the direction. I love the direction of this combo so far. The last thing I want us to talk about is, uh, I think last night proved it. I wrote on the board. NBA beef is way better than hip hop beef. <laughs> we gotta talk about it. If this, I just realized if there's anybody who have to get in, the, uh, if I have the have besides me to go in a fight with, I'm taking Stephen Jackson <laughs> easily, hands down. That's the only. Why everybody want to mess with him? No, I want him on my side. I'm saying I want him on my side. <laughs> Stephen Jackson. Right. That's the same break, like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about it and doing that, and then Wiggins 
posts on his story, like the classic black screen, white word caption, he goes, like, basically, like, like, nobody's listening to your old bum ass, like, nobody want to hear you, yada, yada, and then Steven Jackson comes through with the all-white do-rag with the flap out, smoking a cigar, or possibly weed, on his Instagram, and he basically just goes, like, bro, you know where I'm at, like, I'm gonna catch you in traffic, you know what's up, like, you don't got no heart, you wrong, and he goes, yeah, I may be old, I'm 40, thank God I'm 40, but... I'm on TV more than you, and I'm going to catch you <laughs> in traffic. Just know that. And dudes don't know, Steven Jackson has seen some things, bro. He's done some, the malice in the palace. He was ran over by a car in a strip club parking lot. Lost teeth, and yet still shot up the parking lot, bro. I seen him. I seen him he got hit street. by a car and still said, hold up, wait a minute. And shut up the whole car. Yeah, I seen him. I seen him on stage with a bunch of bloods with a red. He choked Steve Francis in a club. There's actual evidence of it. They're just having a conversation. And he choked Steve Francis. He's a OG. Wiggins gotta apologize off the bat. <laughs> Wiggins gotta apologize right off the bat, bro. Yeah, he got to. And that's why I said NBA beef is better than rap beef because that all happened within nine hours. How you feel about the MGK and Nunbeat, though? Oh, yeah, we gotta touch on that, too. Hey, I'll say it. M stands. Of course. M stands. I gotta tell you something. The fact that you've had to spend so much time breaking down your boy's lyrics as a way to sell your man's performance. Not rolling. I'm not rolling. See, but I'll tell you, oh, he was playing Pac-Man on this day for this many hours. We're playing hit him up to get it, the pop, diddy, line, and this and that, and his voice, and he meant this and that. I'm sick of that beard and that hat, dog. Let's talk about it. See? Shit what I remember from MGK. I also tried to say like that Eminem this was like the most like played song on YouTube. Like in history, some shit like, like that. Hours and like 24 hours, they got the most played. 40 million views. Yeah, so. I don't think it was bad. I didn't think it was bad. I, I just was, don't think. I said it was I. People I think were like, MGK shot. was just so hurt by that nigga coming off for it. That nigga went off for like yeah. six minutes. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think, I think, I think, I think he had like four verses. Like, I think while MGK would. And here's why, here's why I stand. If you ask me right now, who won this round or who won, I'm going to go MGK. I'm going MGK too. I think just in general, he had the better, the more simple disc. He got straight to it. And it's just a matter of for M, this was a lose-lose to begin with. Because if you didn't kill him, you lost. Yeah. He didn't kill MGK. MGK just is about to drop an EP. He got a resurgence in his career. And people that, and even the people who still feel like, yo, M, like, quote, unquote, bodied him, even they're still going, hey, man, your dish was still pretty good. Yeah, it's like, bro, you, it wasn't worth it if you wasn't going to kill him off. And how you going to bring up Riri? How you going to say Riri texted you and you left hickeys on him, man? <laughs> that made me look at Rihanna in a different light. Like, like, really? Like, you like M? Yeah. You, you like yeah. M? But that nigga MGK 
getting yellow piece sweater. <laughs> you, the only thing you look for is Rihanna until her umbrella. I was like, oh my god, this thing is so stupid. Yeah, it wasn't worth it for him. It wasn't worth it for him. Yeah, he kind of yo. Shit, I feel bad. Like I was, I was, I was listening to the song because everyone was telling me the MGK diss them and I was like, man, fuck that nigga. That's the wild boy. That's Steve-O, man. Yeah, but that I mean, understand that song is hard, bro. Yeah, that song is super hard. I'm playing Walkers and Beats, bro. But um, like yeah, when I listened to it, I was like, damn, this nigga not playing. This nigga Eminem must have heard his feelings. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, this nigga Eminem must have heard his feelings. I wasn't even going to check for it until niggas was like, nah, he really went off on him. So I'm like, oh, shit. And I listened to it. I had to bring it back. I'm like, oh, shit. Let's talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> Let's talk. He, he, he ripped that nigga. I was like, shit. I wasn't. I yeah. thought he was fighting him, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I told him before. I swear to God, I do not diss people. I You know why? You know why that's perfect? Because you know what I mean. If you continue getting when you continue getting big, <laughs> I need to see whether or not you really want. If you really willing to trade smoke with Russ, you know what I mean. You saw what really Russ did. You know what I mean. Russ, Russ is letting cats know. Yo, you run with them Nigerians. <laughs> smoke perp. What up, baby? Yeah. Oh, bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Russ ain't said, I ain't no diss records. I honestly don't mind Russ. The only thing is, that nigga just preaches too much. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, hard, it's hard for that to, to make your own music and produce the beat and mix the shit and master yeah. it. All that, that's a lot of fucking work. Especially if you got songs or songs or songs you're doing that for, that's a lot of fucking time. But, man, nigga be <laughs> nah, he he too, he talked too much. Like he bragged too much about him doing the same. It's like, bro, you say the same sh- in every interview. Like, we, we understand. You want to work because you're doing your thing, but he keeps talking about the same. But I mean, I understand because it's, he got like a lot of people on his back, like the internet trolls be on his body. So I understand. You know, but he's a gangster. Mac Miller died. Niggas were saying, "Wish it was you, Russ." Yeah, right. Yeah, it's yeah. like, come on. We were talking, talking about it. That, that, that's why. Like, that's why. Honestly, like, I'm I'm at the point where I'm really getting sick and tired of internet folks just because of the fact that like people really, people really like people really take it too far with what they say. And then it's also like, let's take for example, this like the the latest thing with Drake, where folks are trying to tie Drake to like eighteen year old and younger girls. It's like, for one, it's proven to be untrue, and two, you're trying to curb what? What? No, no, and it's like it's like you're 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 adding. It's like now you're adding. You're trying to create a narrative, a, a serious and hurtful narrative of this dude being a pedophile. And you guys just keep like adding on to it despite the truth. It's like that's not cool. And it's getting to the point where some of these celebs, real talk, yo, start suing cats, huh? <laughs> Dead ass. Like, cause this is not a game. Like, alright, talk about the music, talk about the looks, but son, awesome joint like pedophilia? Oh, yeah. You calling me, you calling me a pedo? <laughs> oh no, you getting sued, son. And he already sued one chick who tried to claim that. That she was pregnant by him and that Drake raped her. He already sued her. He sued her for everything. And I was like, yes. Yes. Take everything she has. But all that stuff, nah, you can't do that, bro. You ever see the movie 
be um, Jay and Silent and Bob Strike Back? Yeah. yeah. When they said, yo, we, wait, no, is that the one where they made the movie and we said we're going to get all the money and we're going to pay to get all the emails of those kids and just beat the shit yeah. out of them? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Like, yo, that, he got enough money. He can do that. Just be like, yo, just give me all the ad names. I'll pull up to the crib. That's <laughs> a big nigga. Light skin on light skin crime. He's lighter than me, so you know what? I, I, I feel like dark skin nigga when he said it. Yeah, I just, I, I, just, I, just, I just hated that. I think it's annoying. But on a more positive note, though, Black's the last project, man. Fire. Hey, I think we got to talk about it. Black <laughs> is up there in that conversation with uh, Tory Bryson and Party. And he may be raining on top of all of them. Oh, Bobby dropped this song with Cardi today, too. Oh, yeah, the Cardi record comes out today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. shout out to Party. Yo. yo, shout out to Party. That check gotta be looking nice, right? The Party. Yeah, yeah, real. That has been working hard for years. And that's one thing that shows that a dude from Westchester, well, not really from Westchester, but like from the area. You feel yeah. like. We'll take it. <laughs> you know what? You honorary Westchester. <laughs> <laughs> Stop playing. So, yeah. Cause he's really, he's really the upstate. Like when people talk about him being upstate, he's really upstate. He's like, like forty-five minutes an hour away from here. Holy damn! Like, but yeah, he actually out. showed all the work that man put in. That man's been working for years. Fucking, he's surrounded by the industry, man. I've seen videos of him back in the day when he used to post with him and Travis Scott mm. and showing in the studio with all these big ass names. It's like, yo, bro, that's that's gold right there. That's those right there, because you get to pick their minds. Yeah. A lot of these people who are famous now are younger than me. Yeah. It's like, damn. And you get a little bag from it. Yeah, hell yeah. Get, get a bag. But now, Black's project is fire. Yo, J. Cole has been spazzing on the features. <laughs> that a Pretty Little Liars is my favorite record from that project. What'd you say? Pretty, pretty Little Liars. Oh, yeah. I like that song. I also like the song Unfair. Unfair. Yeah, like future that. got back in my good graces with his future. Future, okay. future, future got back in my good graces. <laughs> future had a good feature, <laughs> and he got back in my good graces. He was on his Hendrix flow with that. Uh, he's doing a love look. I'm saying, like, that's just what I'm talking about. But I think Black right now is the, the best act among What's those four. What's your Balenciaga song? With but Offset. Yeah. I'm Balenciaga. Yeah. Oh, balance. Like, it is dope. Black is killing it. And yo, Wale with the EPs. Nobody respect my son. They just got <laughs> Wale is nice. I love Wale now, man. Wale he is nice. He, he got to keep going with the EPs. They fit him. Those four or five records, yeah. your best joints, three days, three nights. Woo! See, I ain't even listen to my man's love Wale's music. Put My boy freestyle? Fire. What's the tape called? So I'll Free Lunch. Free Lunch EP. It's just like, damn. Son. It's like four songs. It's wonderful. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. Yep. But yeah, man. That was our episode for today. Episode 52 of Four Side. Before we sign off, Scotty, please let the people know once again, man, where they can find you. And follow uh, yeah, what you got going on. Uh, Facebook is Scotty Trippin. Uh, 
uh, dollar sign for the S on SoundCloud, Instagram, Scotty Trippin underscore, Apple Music is Scotty Trippin too, I'm all over the place. Any platform you're looking for me, I'm here. Scotty Trippin, S-C-O-T-T-Y, Trippin, Listen to that realness. Yeah, I got some dropping in the 25th. I got some more in November. I've been working. So oh, it'll make, you, it'll make you want to go on a journey. <laughs> <laughs> you better believe it, man. Salute to, salute to Max for coming on the show as well, man. Talking hoops with us, music, having a great idea with his finance program, being able to talk with a nationally known dunker. And again, guys, remember, listen to us, review and subscribe on iTunes, on SoundCloud. Follow us on Instagram at Pod. You already know how we are rocking over here, man. Yeah, before, I mean, y'all will probably see this before this episode comes out, but just got the word that Kanye is on the ground tripping. He just posted, like, four videos talking about, like, Drake, Tyson Beckford, <laughs> man, Nick Cannon, I guess a bunch of guys. You know what, like, it. Let's do it exclusive. Let's play one. <laughs> I guess guys that had to deal with his wife or something. It's self-evident. Uh, now that I'm up out the sunken place, I can think and I can just be yay and just express how I feel. There's a couple things Damn, that I want to address. Uh, first of all, I want to address Nick Cannon. Like, I understand that uh, you used to date my wife, but, you know, you get in an interview, don't mention my wife. If someone brings my wife up, you say, hey, I respect that man. I'm not speaking on that. Don't be making no suggestions like nobody fuck my wife. Now, the next thing is with Drake. Yeah, I told you uh, that if I wasn't in a medicated state, I might have had the, the thoughts to... Hold on, this train going by. Yo, I'm not taking it seriously. Yo, we ended the episode. Hey, yo, man. Four side episode 52. I need a great laugh. I'm about to watch these clips. We'll talk about this next week. Yes, sir. If you speak any more words, I can't about Drake. Hold on, there's a train coming through. There's a train coming through. I'm out. Free the boys up top. Free the boys down low. Free Bobby and them. You already know how we rocking, man. Ah, ah, ah. I'll talk to you guys next time.